Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Coach's Corner, where we interview life coaches, business coaches, and other coaches to discuss all aspects of coaching and business. We'll also take your questions and you might even have the opportunity for live coaching right on the show. I'm Coach Andrew Poretz from Ingenuity Coaching. I help people transitioning from corporate America to entrepreneurship. My mission is to inspire and challenge you to dream big dreams and with my coaching, help you manifest those dreams into reality. You can visit my website at www.myfuturecoach.com. If you're listening live and you want to call in with a question, the phone number is 646-929-2893. Again, that's 646-929-2893. We also have a live chat room right on the show page, and you can ask your questions there as well. Tonight's guest, Ellen Richter, is an experienced law of attraction coach and EFT practitioner. Her mission is to help people transform their lives by applying the universal principle in practical ways and dissolving their resistance through the powerful technique of EFT. Ellen has degrees in psychology and special education and is also a Reiki master. Ellen is listed on Gary Craig's website as, a, as an EFT practitioner and is a published author. Ellen lectures across Long Island, runs the Law of Attraction workshops, and coaches privately. She receives tremendous joy in uplifting people and empowering them to live the life of their dreams. Ellen, are you here? I am, Andrew, and thank you for having me on tonight. What a pleasure. Well, thank you. It's a great pleasure to have you. Thank you. So, Ellen, the Law of Attraction, everybody talks about it. It was made really big on Oprah and The Secret, and I'm just going to pretend that I don't know what you're talking about. So you can enlighten me a little bit here. And also for the sake of anybody listening who's not familiar with the Law of Attraction, tell me more about it. Sure. Uh, the Secret, the DVD and the book that was released a couple of years ago, was really incredible because it opened up a whole new world to people who never had heard of the Law of Attraction. And it was a great place to start. And basically, the law of attraction is a universal principle. It's a universal law, just like the law of gravity. And basically, it states that like attracts like. Well, what do we mean by that? What is like? Like is vibration. And basically, it's been proven through science, quantum physics, that everything in this universe vibrates. You're vibrating, I'm vibrating, the cat, the couch, the trees, the flowers, and things vibrate at different frequencies, and that's why they take different forms. So basically, Andrew, the law of attraction means that anything that's vibrating at the same exact or very close to the same exact frequency will be drawn to each other. Hmm. So how do you, where does the law of attraction coach come in? What is, what is that about? Sure. Well, before we get into that, I, I'm going to give you maybe one or two examples just to clarify it for people who sure. are new to this. Um, I like to use the image of a tuning fork. I think most people know what that is. I was actually thinking of a tuning fork just before you said that. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So basically, if you take a room full of people and everybody's holding a tuning fork that is tuned to a different pitch, and you take one, let's say, that is tuned to the frequency of the note C and you ding it, anybody else who's sitting in that room holding a tuning fork that is also tuned to the pitch of C will notice that the tuning fork will start to vibrate on its own in frequency with the first one that had the ding attached to it. Any other tuning fork that is tuned to a different pitch will not 
respond in any way. And that was one of the first experiments they did in proving this. And another example that I like to use is that of a radio. So let's say you want to hear the music that's being broadcast on um, the station 103.1. If you have your dial set to 97.5, certainly you're not going to get the music on 103.1. And if you start to turn that dial very slowly, as you approach 103.1, you might hear little bits and pieces come in. You might hear fragments of the song. It's very staticky. But as you get the dial tuned in exactly to the frequency of 103.1, you will very clearly hear the songs and the talking that's going on on that radio station. And those are two really good examples that people can understand what the law of attraction means. Okay, but um, what does it mean more uh, practically for, for somebody? Sure. Well, law of attraction coaching and um, what I do, and then I'll tell you a little after um, how I got into this, how I got involved in that. But okay. basically what I do, Andrew, is I teach people that this is not something that you want to learn, know about, and then forget. It's happening every day in our lives. It's existing just like the law of gravity exists. So what you can do is learn to use it to your advantage. Instead of just reacting to things that go on in your everyday life, which is what most of us really have done, we wake up, we you know, um, answer to the alarm clock, we get dressed, we chauffeur the kids, we go to work, we eat our meals at a certain time, and we react to the events and the people around us every day. And then we go home, we're tired, maybe we unwind, we watch some TV, we go to sleep, and we do it all over again the next day. And basically what you're allowing is life to happen to you by default. So what you can do is once you're aware of what the law of attraction is and that you have control over the thoughts and the feelings that you are emanating out into the universe, you can learn specific tools and techniques on how to keep your vibration in a high place so that you bring about things to you that you would want. You know, it's funny, when I hear that, the word vibration, and and I know now it's, it's making more sense to a lot of people. We hear these sorts of sorts of, uh, of terminology, but you know, you think of the kind of uh, people you would see on in the movies and talk about, you know, their vibration. And it never, it was always kind of this goofy thing that people would talk about. And now it's something that the the masses are starting to really get to understand what that means. Absolutely, that's so funny that you say that because growing up, I think we. Most of us are familiar with the term vibe. We necessarily sure. didn't say vibration, but we said vibe, like I don't get a good vibe from right. that person. And even the kids of today are walking around saying that. And yes, that's exactly right. We're talking about the vibration that we get from people. And think about it. You can be in this great, fantastic mood, and so you're really vibrating at the high end of the scale. And you might walk into a room where two people are in the middle of or maybe just finished this intense argument, and right away you can feel it. And if you're not in control of your own vibration, if you're not aware, and if you haven't learned the skills and the techniques to monitor yourself, you may find that very quickly your vibration and your feelings are changing, and you're being brought right down by that heaviness that you felt when you walked into the room. Can you, can you recall something like that, Angie, where you've entered a situation and you just felt instantly the vibration and how different it was from your own? Absolutely. I, I can recall walking into a room and feeling you know, upbeat when I walked in and there's something going on and it's, it's palpable. And within a second or two of being in the room, I'm just down with it. Exactly. So this is really very powerful information for people because 
What most of us don't realize is that the thoughts we think are vibrational, just like you and I are and just like our animals and the plants and trees. Our thoughts are really vibrational, and even more so than our thoughts, our emotions and feelings are very highly charged. There's something called an emotional scale, and basically feelings such as love and peace and joy, happiness, contentment, hopefulness, gratitude, appreciation, they're at the very high end of the emotional slash vibrational scale. They vibrate in a high frequency, and if you can keep yourself in that um, arena or close to it, you will attract very high vibrational things and people's circumstances and uh, material things into your life. And on the flip side, feelings and thoughts of jealousy, rage, anger, depression, fear, worry, guilt, um, any other you know feelings that we we might term negative, vibrate at the low end of the scale. And if that what if that is what your pre, I'm sorry your predominant vibration is, you are going to attract like things to you. You're going to attract things that may be um, considered negative into your life. People who have those same vibrations. Um, situations of lack. So what you're putting out to the universe always comes back to you. It's law. So give me some uh, some specific... Actually, you know, I'd really like to know is, is some of the hows. Like how would you change your vibration? Sure, that's a great question. Now, um, we haven't gone into the EFT yet, and I'd like to talk about that in a little bit because I use them in combination in my coaching. Okay. But basically, how you can use the law of attraction deliberately to create the life you want is very empowering. So let's say, um, first of all, there are so many thoughts that go through our brain constantly throughout the day. It's really an impossible task to monitor every thought that's coming through your head. So what's more important is to realize that you were born with an inner guidance system. And that inner guidance system, that radar that you have, is really your emotions, your feelings, how you're feeling. And if you learn frequently to check in with yourself about how you're feeling, then you might ask yourself, okay, well, I'm not feeling so good now. Maybe I'm feeling tired or depressed or lonely. I'm feeling anger. Then you might say, where, where is that coming from? What thoughts was I just thinking about? Was I reliving an argument I had yesterday? Am I in thoughts of worry and, you know, how am I going to pay my bills? Um, am I jealous? You know, so you, first, the first step you take is to monitor what you're feeling, and then you look deeper into it. What was I thinking about? Or what am I projecting into the future? Or what kind of conversation am I engaging in? So let's say you're reliving an unpleasant story. You're telling it to your friend. Well, every time you retell that story, you're reactivating that negative vibration. So the first thing you want to do is check in with how you're feeling, monitor what your actions and your thoughts were, and stop it, turn it around, and start to tell a story of how you want things to be. So instead of constantly reliving the negative that you've encountered, you flip it around and you start talking about what you want. So, for instance, let's say you're in a job that is really um, not the, the right one for you. Maybe you were asked to take a pay cut, or maybe there's a coworker that you don't get along with. And maybe um, typically what you might do is go home at the end of the day and pick up the phone and call a friend and start ranting and raving about every negative encounter you had with that coworker and um, start talking about how you're going to pay your bills because you had to take a pay cut and you just don't have enough money to get through um, the month. So 
what you learn to do when you use the law of attraction deliberately in your deliberately in your life is to check in again how are you feeling you may notice that you're getting angry and you're getting upset and you're getting worried as you're telling this story so you stop yourself and you say wow this is what i don't like this is not what i want what is it that i do want and as soon as you flip around to that question all these thoughts come into your mind and you may move to a state of hopefulness. And now you can start to tell the story, well, um, maybe I'll start looking for another job. I know there's lots of jobs out there where people get along and um, people are making a lot of money, even, even in this economy. And what are my skills and, and what can I do to really increase the revenue that I'm bringing to myself? And you just start to open the window of possibilities to the positive side of what you want to create for yourself. And that alone will shift your vibration to a higher state. Uh, by the way, do you do when you, in, uh, a lot of this? I can't tell from the way you're saying it. Are you thinking it or are you saying it? Well, in that example that I gave, where you were actually on the phone with your friend, you would be saying it out loud. You might even want to partner with a friend of yours and say, "Look, I've heard about this law of attraction, and every time you catch me talking about what I don't like." or recounting a story of the negative that's gone on in my day, stop me and say, okay, that's what you don't want. What is it that you do want? Tell me what you want. And you can actually ask your friend to do that for you. And then you, you turn that conversation around and you say it out loud. You start talking about everything that you do want. That's the first step in the law of attraction work. And there's something called a T-tool that I use with my clients, and it helps you get very clear about what you do want. Um, there are many, many games and techniques that we use in the coaching to help people get clear and to flip their thinking. Well, that's great. So how did you uh, get into this line of work? Well, that's a great story. Um, I have a degree in psychology, and I have a degree in special education. And I was always a special ed teacher by day, and I saw private clients in the evenings, and I did what you would call traditional therapy for years. And I noticed, Andrew, that people were stuck on the same issue for a long, long time. They would come in, and maybe they would get angry. Maybe they would cry. Maybe they would beat some pillows and release some of the tension that they were feeling. But nothing was really resolving in as fast a period of time as I would have liked for them. And so... As I have come to know that there really are no coincidences in life, but things happen exactly as planned, and when the student is ready, the teacher appears. I was walking through a bookstore probably about 12 years ago, and literally this book just popped out at me, and it was all about the law of attraction. And I got my hands on it, and I started reading, and one thing led to another, and I just started delving into the material as quickly and as deeply as I could. And what I did was I started applying the principles of the law of attraction into my own life and into the life of the clients, into my therapy sessions. And I started to see that instead of having people focus on what was bothering them, by shifting their thinking, by offering new paradigms of thought into their being, they were starting to feel more empowered. In conjunction with that, I heard about EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques, and we can talk a little bit about that, but um, basically what that is, Andrew, is a form of acupuncture without needles, where you tap on acupuncture meridian endpoints to clear out any negativity in your life. 
So what I found was that um, as much as you can empower people and teach them about the law of attraction and open their mind to possibilities, most of us carry around emotional resistance. We carry around old beliefs that we picked up from when we were children, maybe from our parents, maybe from our religious teachings, maybe from a teacher. Um, We've had negative events in our life that really impact us, and we carry them. We carry them in our bodies, in our muscles, in our bones, in our electrical system, in our nervous system. And so until you can clear those out, um, knowing about the law of attraction isn't as effective as being able to really come from a clean slate. So what I do is I use a combination. I use this emotional freedom technique to clear people of these blocks that they have. And then I empower them by replacing it with new thoughts around the law of attraction and using specific tools and techniques to get them um, moving forward every day. What steps do they take to um, apply the new principles? What's a very ingenious uh, system you've come up with to combine these two things? Well, thank you. It's really trial and error. Um, I saw tremendous um, differences and effects in my um, clients, and what I ended up doing was taking some coaching classes, and I really stopped doing traditional therapy, and I started doing empowerment coaching. And you, as well as any other coach, knows what that is. I mean, most of us, as I stated before, go about our lives in the same routine day after day after day, and we really don't even take the time, Andrew, to sit back and think, hey, is this the life I want? Is this what I dreamed of when I was a little kid? Um, If I could design my life, is this what it would look like? And most of us don't really have the belief that we can step out of the life as we know it, or a lot of us don't even take the time to sit back and really think about if this is what we want. So I, my goal and my dream and my happiness comes from really getting people to stop in their tracks and saying, hey, do you realize that just like a painter, you can paint the life of your dreams? You can step out of the box. You can step out of the comfort zone. You can step out of the daily routine. And you can have the things that you dreamed about. And when I real initially say that to people, they look at me with this blank look on their face. And they said, wow, you know, I'm not even really sure what it is I do want. So that's the first step that I do with people is really getting them to take stock about um, the things that are important to them. You know, do you have the time freedom that you want? Are you spending time with your family? Are you doing the job that makes you happy? Are you doing the job to get by? You know, are you working for a paycheck? Are you really living your passion? Are you having the financial abundance that you want so that you can pursue your hobbies? Do you know what your hobbies are? Do you want to have multiple homes so that if you live in the New York climate like we do, you might you can escape in the winter? As you know, that's my dream. <laughs> yes, indeed. So that's the first step is that I really, you know, just stop people in their tracks and say, what is it that you want? Dream big. What are your dreams? Get in touch with them. Is this the life that you want? And then I, I use the emotional freedom technique to clear out their blocks. Um, I'm going to stop for a second if you want to ask me something, but then I would love to talk more about the emotional freedom technique. Yeah, I was actually just thinking about this quote I once heard from a a fellow named Ridgely Goldsboro, and it was basically, uh, uh, you know, how could you wish, uh, you can't wish upon a star if you, you know, if you have no dreams, how can you wish upon a star? It was something to that effect. Exactly. And, you know, that is that is just um, so poignant because 
I think it wasn't really until about 12 years ago that I stopped to take a look at my own life. I mean, I did what was expected of me. I went to school. I went to college. I got a degree. I got another degree. I got a job. I got married. I had children. Uh, I stayed at home. I raised my children. I chauffeured them. I took care of them. They were the center of my life. And, you know, one day I stopped and I said, wow, you know, when is it time for me to figure out what I want? Um, Life goes by before you know it. So certainly make the most of it. Um, You can have what you want. That is awesome. I think a lot of uh, people out there, if anybody's listening live, again, if you want to call in with a question, it's 646-929-2893 if you have a question for Ellen. Uh, So, yes, I want to hear more about EFT. Every time I hear that term, I think of EF Hutton, which just shows you how old I am. (laughs) And I think I mentioned this to you the other day that um, I do a lot of networking for my business, and it's so funny whenever I meet people in the banking industry or, you know, even other people in the business world, and I tell them that I'm a law of attraction life coach and an EFT practitioner, they say, oh, electric funds transfer? (laughs) (laughs) And and I, I laugh every time. It cracks me up. But basically, emotional freedom technique is what EFT stands for, and it's this incredibly simple yet powerful technique that was developed by a man named Gary Craig and he actually was a Stanford engineer graduate but he was always interested in um, the field of psychology and he said that he learned as a teenage boy that you do have control over your universe by the thoughts you think and by the belief patterns that you hold and he attended a workshop by Roger Callahan and it involved tapping on acupuncture meridian endpoints, and it was very specific in tapping on certain points for certain emotional issues. And Gary took this all in, and he said, you know, I wonder if there's a way to simplify this and generalize this. And he started experimenting. And basically what he did was he refined that technique to tap on um, a certain number of generalized acupuncture points, and really they're the meridian endpoints where the channels of energy begin to flow. And he realized that this can be used on anything. And, of course, the premise is that um, when something negative happens to us, as I said before, it gets stored in our bodies. It gets stored in, in our muscles and our tendons and our ligaments and our bones. It gets stored in our electrical system and our nervous system. And really, what we, you know, when we think we've resolved it, we, we really are carrying it around with us. And what happens is eventually it will manifest in physical symptoms as well as emotional symptoms. And his theory, and he doesn't stand alone in this, is that physical ailments, things from headaches to diseases, really have an emotional root cause. So if you can clear out the original emotional negativity and you balance it by tapping on these acupuncture meridian endpoints, uh, miraculously physical symptoms begin to fade and people are being cured of things, and it's really incredible. Um, It's very, very simple and very basic. It's something that people can learn to use on their own after they work with a trained practitioner. And what's the reason for working with a trained practitioner? Really because, first of all, we have the experience. Um, second of all, a lot of us are very intuitive. And third of all, you get out of your own story. You know, when you're trying to work on your own issues, you know things the way you know things. You're not an objective party. And so a lot of times it takes a third party who's trained in this technique 
to really see what the core issue is and to peel away the layers very, very quickly. But I know that my goal as an EFT practitioner is to clear out the main um, emotional issues and then to teach people the technique, Andrew, so they can use this in between sessions and they can use this for the rest of their lives by themselves. And it's very empowering. You know, Ellen, what's very interesting to me, uh, you know, I have looked into EFT. I don't know a tremendous amount about it. I've gotten a hold of some of the introductory CDs. The, the, uh, Gary Craig is one of the more generous people I've ever seen in, in, the, in the realm of uh, you know, personal development. When you get his, uh, his um, CDs and DVDs, he actually gives you the right to, to copy it for like uh, up to 100 friends. Isn't that incredible? It's just amazing. I don't know of anyone in any of the industries that you or I are involved with who does that. His mission is to get this out to as many people as possible because he has seen the miracles, and those of us in the field have seen the miracles. His website, by the way, is emofree.com, emofree.com. I'm listed as a trained EFT practitioner on his website, and I do get calls and emails from people who find me that way who become clients. I will tell you that on his website you can get the manual for free, and it's something you certainly can read. There are plenty of people who try it on their own. I will say some people have success initially in trying it on their own, but most people find that they do want to work with a trained practitioner at the beginning. And how long would somebody work with a trained practitioner generally? It really, really varies. It depends, of course, on what they're coming for. Um, The most incredible thing about this is that you can use this from any negative issues, so um, phobias, depression, rage, to any physical ailment, headaches, allergies, um, diseases, chronic pain, to things like sports performance. Um, We are using it in the golf world, and um, pro athletes are getting wind of this. So it really, it runs the gamut. And in the field, we have this expression that says, try it on everything. So to answer your question, really, it depends on what the person is coming for and what they're coming with. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that since I um, switched over from traditional therapy to coaching and EFT, that issues that might have been um, dealt with for months sometimes clear out in three, four, five sessions. Sometimes we see one-minute miracles, and I have some great stories of people that were really, um, I'll say, cured, in quotation marks, of issues on the spot within five minutes. Wow. What's an example of something like that without, of course, divulging uh, names? Of course. Well, I I, um, give demos and workshops across Long Island, and this is one of my favorite stories. Probably just about a year ago, maybe eight, ten months ago, I was doing an EFT demo demo at um, a very popular restaurant right here on Long Island, and I had about 17 people in the room. And I gave a little law of attraction talk, as I always do, and I talked about EFT, and I started to um, demonstrate on myself. And And then I said, you know what? Better than that, is there anybody who wants to, you know, come up into the hot seat and be the guinea pig? I'll do a live demonstration on somebody. Well, Andrew, before I could even finish the sentence, this woman's hand shot up in the air. She said, me, 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 me. So I couldn't resist, and I said, sure, come on up. So she sat in the chair, and I asked her really what her presenting problem was. And basically, she was a lung cancer patient, and she had undergone chemo and radiation, 
And as a result of the treatment, she was unable to feel her legs for the past four months. And when she did feel them, she had only pins and needles in both of them. It was really very disturbing and very upsetting to her. So typically what we do when um, clients come in with physical ailments is I start to tap on the direct physical ailment, and I see where that leads me. So we did a few rounds of tapping on the numbness and lack of feeling in her legs, and she really didn't get anything. Then what came up for me, and again, this is my intuition, and this is what I think makes me so um, effective at, at working with my clients, is, is a combination of my experience and my knowledge, but my intuition plays a big part in it. I was prompted to ask her, um, I think she just told me at the beginning that she had cancer, so I was prompted to ask her what type of cancer she was being treated for, and then she told me lung cancer. And as soon as she said that, I just saw written all over her face, guilt, 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 that somehow she brought this on herself because she was a smoker. So I asked her, I said, were you a smoker? And she said, oh, yes, absolutely, you know, five packs a day for years upon years upon years. And I said, do you feel any guilt in this moment that maybe you brought this on yourself? And that was the nail on the head. She said she felt, you know, tremendous guilt, and she really had tears in her eyes, and it was really very sad. So what we did was we did three rounds of tapping on the guilt um, of bringing this on herself and, and looking into the fact that perhaps she was punishing herself at some level by bringing about this disease because she knew that smoking was not good for her. And after three rounds of tapping on the guilt, so probably for a total of 10 minutes tapping tops, maybe even less than that, she said, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And she jumped out of the chair. She said, I feel my legs. I feel my legs. This is unbelievable. And, Andrew, the funniest part of the story is that she came with a girlfriend of hers who was quite cynical and said to her, I don't believe you. And the woman who was in the chair said, well, that's okay. You don't have to. I'm the one who knows I can feel my legs. And the whole room, like, you just broke out into applause. And somebody said, if ever there was a time to have had a video camera on it, you know, this would have been it. But, of mm. course, we didn't. And that was, that's one of my favorite stories. And then I called her the next morning as a follow-up. And I said, so I'm just asking. I'm curious. How are your legs? And she said, I still have the feeling in my legs. This was a miracle. Wow. That is amazing. So when you say you were tapping on the guilt, where exactly were you tapping? Well, that's what's involved in the EFT. It's hard to describe by phone. Um, certainly the tapping chart is available on Gary Craig's website. Mm -hmm. um, if people want to email me, I would be more than happy to email them the points. But basically most of the points that we tap on are on the head and on the face and a few near the collarbone and one under the arm. There are a few extra points on the fingers, but the majority of them are on and around the head. Okay, well, that's, that's actually very helpful to know because I, I have no visual in my mind when you're speaking. <laughs> okay. Like, where's the guilt? I, I know I have the guilt. And so, oh, is it on my leg? No, it's, oh, it's on my head. Who knew? Oh, of course, actually of course the guilt is on my head. That's where, right? Doesn't that make sense? Well, that's actually adorable that you're asking that, right? When I say that we tap on the guilt, that's not a physical thing. So you're always going to be tapping on the same points. I'm so glad that you asked that question. The points remain the same. It's just a, a term in the field, tapping on. We're really tapping about the guilt. We're tapping um, on, the, on the points 
about the guilt. <laughs> Got it. Now that makes a lot more sense. Okay. Thank I was you like, for I didn't even know I had a guilt bone all these years. <laughs> Amazing. I thought it was just maybe it's a, you know, because I'm Jewish. <laughs> That's very funny. I had no idea. Wow. Okay. Now, does the I would imagine that even though you're you're not involved now in in uh, in traditional therapy that your psychology background is also comes in very helpful. It does, Andrew. I mean, after studying, um, you know, for years, and and I went on past my degree to take courses. After studying the human brain and psychology and human behavior. Um, and also having been involved in spirituality, there are some very common themes that most of us carry around. And this goes back to the law of attraction work in shifting paradigms. And this is where the EFT comes in as well. So a lot of us walk around with um, things deep inside of us that we don't realize are really hindering us in moving forward in our life. And there are some very common themes that are basic to mankind some of them off the top of my head would be um, feelings of not being good enough, um, feelings of fear. And as Marianne Williamson says, and she's very famous for this, it's not really our fear of um, our inadequacies that necessarily um, hinder us, but it's our fear of being powerful. And um, think about it, you know, a lot of us as children growing up, we're on top of our game, you know, just all full of ourselves. And then we're reprimanded by a parent or a teacher and really we're made to feel not that good in that moment. And repeated incidents of that are universal throughout you know, the globe, really. And a lot of us incorporate that into our being of not being able to be in our full power and, and walking around feeling not good enough and inadequate in some way. And that really can block you in manifesting things that you desire in your life. It's a very powerful statement, and I'm just, you know, running in my mind now to various childhood experiences like that. So basically how EFT would come into play is that we work with what we call one-minute movies, and basically um, what those are are incidents that may come up for you. So maybe you were six years old and... Um, you thought you knew the answer to the question that the teacher was asking and you were just bursting to say it and your hand was waving in the air and you blurt out your answer and it was wrong <laughs> and the teacher just really knocks you down and you feel you know, like two inches high at that moment. So you would recount that to me while you're in um, an EFT session. That would be your one-minute movie. And as you're reliving that, I would ask you to get in touch with the negative emotion attached to it. Maybe it was shame, maybe it was embarrassment, maybe it was anger at the way you were treated. And while you're reliving that one-minute movie, I would be tapping on the acupuncture meridian endpoints, and we would be neutralizing it from your system, and that's how it works. And basically, Gary Craig talks about our issues as being tabletops. So let's say somebody comes to me with low self-esteem. That would be their tabletop issue. Well, think about it. A tabletop is composed of legs. What are those legs in the world of EFT? Those are the one-minute movies, those incidents that help you to really um, incorporate a global issue of, of low self-esteem into your being. So if we can collapse a few of those one-minute movies, those table legs, the entire issue collapses, and that's the premise of EFT. 
So you're the uh, the director of One Minute Movies. <laughs> the director of One Minute Movies. Absolutely. Mm. Um, I'll tell you another story if you'd like to hear it. Sure. Um, I'd love, I love stories, Alan. Okay. Tell me a story. Awesome. And I, and I will tell you, Andrew, that I have clients and it runs the gamut. I have people who come to me for weight loss. Very, very effective for weight loss um, because, as you know, most people eat um, to cover up an emotional issue, whether it's feelings of insecurity or feelings of loneliness. So the tapping is extraordinarily effective. We get to the root of the emotion. We can tap on cravings um, so that, and, and I have a great demo story about that, um, so that you're not um, impulsively eating. And then I teach, again, the law of attraction principle so that we create a new body image and we shift the person's paradigm around what they look like and, you know, that they're no longer a fat person, but they're a, per- a person at the perfect body weight for them. Um, so just a quick EFT story about cravings. I was actually giving a demo at Merrill Lynch um, for a group of um, professionals. And as happens many a time, people bring food. <laughs> hmm. And there was chocolate at that meeting. And again, I asked for a volunteer, and I had mentioned how EFT can be used on anything and everything, including cravings. So one woman said, well, you know what? I consider myself a chocoholic, and there was chocolate in the room. So we decided to put it to the test. So she came up, and she sat down in the chair, and she held a piece of chocolate in her hand. And I asked her to rate on the intensity scale from 0 to 10, 10 being through the roof and zero being not at all, how strong her craving was at that moment to eat that chocolate. And she said way above a 10. She was (laughs) just dying for that chocolate. And so she held it in her hand, and I did two, maybe three rounds of tapping on that craving, or as I'll clarify, on the points about the craving. (laughs) And after three rounds of tapping, I said to her, okay, wait, you're um, craving. What would you give it? Is it still above a 10? Is it a 10? Is it an 8? Is it a 6? What is it? She said, I have no desire to eat this chocolate. And she put it down and she walked away. (laughs) Wow. And and I have to tell you something, Ellen. I really want that chocolate right now. You really do? Really do. That's so funny. You and I have a similar sense of humor. And I, I turned to the room and I said, well... I don't mind my chocolate craving, so I'm just going to eat it. And I opened it up and I ate it right there. Oh, good for you. (laughs) It's really very funny. I cracked up the room. Um, And actually, the story I was going to tell before that one popped into my mind, I'll just tell you one more brief one. Um, I had a young woman call me up. She was frantic because she had a huge, huge family party coming up in two days, and she suffers from social anxiety. And she really um, was in a very bad way and had adamantly told me that she was not going to attend this party because it was just too um, anxiety-producing for her and that her entire family was really very, very upset with her. She somehow heard about EFT, and um, I think it was through Gary's website and saw me listed as a practitioner, so Mm -hmm. she decided to make the phone call. So she called me, and she came in for a session and um, we talked a little bit, and she really didn't know why she was this way, but she knew she was this way for years, and it had been progressively getting worse, where really she felt she had to um, pretty much stay within her immediate circle of family and friends, and she could not be at large gatherings. She would get shortness of breath. She would get profuse sweating. 
um, rapid heartbeat and to the point where she felt like she was going to pass out and it really was taking over her life and she was missing all kinds of social engagements and it was really very upsetting to her. So we tapped um, on the anxiety and after two rounds of tapping, um, again, I was getting very strong feelings that um, the, the, the emotional issue behind it was a feeling of inadequacy. So I'm always very careful. Of course, you don't want to offend people. And I always tell people, look, if there's anything I say and I'm wrong, do not hesitate to tell me you're flat out wrong. Um, but I like to go by my guided feelings and I um, try to get right to the root of the problem. So I asked her um, if she carries around feelings of inadequacy and she started to cry and it came out that really she had a very sad um, upbringing and she was really told that she wasn't good enough, she was no good, she'd never amount to anything, she was stupid, she was ugly. I mean, on and on and on and on it just went for years, um, you know, from both of her parents and it was really a very sad thing. And again, we carry this with us um, in our beings. We don't even know that we're carrying it around. And it has a way of manifesting. Um, it will manifest in an unbearable emotional situation or a physical ailment or, um, in this case, a social anxiety. And so we came up with several of her one-minute movie incidents from her past. And we tapped and we tapped for an hour straight and by the end of that session, she felt that she might be able to try to go to the party, but she wasn't sure. Um, so basically, I urged her to tap for the next two days on her own. Um, she did a phone follow-up session with me before the party, which, by the way, I do phone sessions, and they are just as effective. And um, I told her to tap to make sure she did not drive herself to the party if she felt she could try to go so that she can tap the whole way there. Mm. And I spoke to her that morning, and she said she was willing to try. She felt um, in a good enough place to try to go, and that's all she was able to commit to. Um, so I said, make sure you tap on the way there. And then I got a phone call from her the next day, and she said she tapped the entire way to the party, and she was tapping really up until she walked in because she didn't want to do it where people could see. And from the first hello she got, she relaxed and she was fine. And for the first time in three years, she was able to enjoy herself at a social gathering. And she was incredible. And she was really grateful. So that was a, that was a very heartwarming story for me. Well, that's a, that's a great story. And actually, social anxiety is something that's, it's it's a very challenging thing to deal with. It, it affects so many people in, in different ways um, that that could be a very uh, a wonderful way to deal with it. I mean, there are people who take, believe it or not, drugs for that. And I don't mean fun drugs. I mean <laughs> drugs that, that uh, although fun drugs too, but I mean there, there are people who take specific, there are drugs that will actually will block some of those responses from the body, and, and which is rather a natural way of being. And uh, people have got the hypnosis for that and all sorts of, sorts of things. And here, what you're telling me is that by using a simple system, and then she's actually able to do it on her own as well, and then walk into a party and, and feel uh, confident for the first time in three years. That's, that's fantastic. It is. It really is. And that is the beauty of this. And that is my mission. 
um, I, I want to empower people, again, by teaching them specific tools and techniques on how to apply the law of attraction every day in their life so that they're deliberately creating their life and to really get them aware of their emotional blocks, what's holding them back from creating the life of their dreams. And so giving information is valuable, um, but being able to teach them a system, just like you said, that eventually they can use on their own, that really after the first session with me, they can use on their own in between the sessions and then eventually become a master at it themselves where they can incorporate this into their lives. I use it every day, well, not every day, but I use it in my, in my everyday life. I've been using it for years, and I will you know, use it for the rest of my life. Um, and, and I'm very good at catching myself in moments, and that's the beauty of this is that as a therapeutic tool, we bring up things from the past, but it's also highly effective, and I urge people to use it when they're right in the midst of something. So if you're stuck in a traffic jam or you're in the middle of an argument, um, whatever's happening for you in the moment, you can just simply excuse yourself, go into the bathroom, tap on yourself, and within minutes you will be in a completely different place. And again, think about it. Every time you're engaging in a stressful, negative situation, whether it be fear, whether it be an argument, um, you're in a low vibrational state and you're just simply attracting more of that into your life. So your major, major goal is to clear out your issues and raise your vibration as quickly as you can. Great. So, Ellen, you said that you, you, you can work by phone. I know that you're based on Long Island. You work all over Long Island. Many of my listeners are all over the country and, and even in some other countries. So if I'm understanding you, people can also work with you by phone as well as if they happen to be not too far away. Absolutely. I have um, clients who are all across the country. I am looking to expand globally. And basically how I work by phone is I have an intake form that I would email to the person um, that they would fill out and they would email back to me so that I can get a background on them before we even start. Um, I want to know what their issues are, where are they coming from, what their goals are, what they feel their blocks are, um, who are they having relationship issues with, questions like that. Um, so I would take a look at that before we even got started. I would email them the chart with the tapping points and the directions so that they can familiarize themselves with it before we have our phone session so that when I go through it with them on the phone, they already have um, taken a look at the points and are somewhat familiar with it. Um, the tools and techniques as far as the law of attraction, I always ask people to take notes. Um, and and it's, it's really just as effective. And between you and me, Andrew, there are people who prefer to work by phone. I also have clients right here on Long Island who prefer phone sessions because, quite frankly, they can't take the time out of their busy day maybe to travel to see me. Or some people are more comfortable in the privacy of their own home or office where they don't have to have that eye contact. Or, you know, maybe they'll be upset with things we're releasing and they don't like to cry in front of a person. So it's really everybody's personal preference, but certainly just as effective by phone. Wonderful. So how? So first of all, you know, before we, we have a few more things we can talk about, but I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to let anybody know how to get in touch with you if they'd like to work with you. Oh, sure. Thank you. Well, my website, where you can certainly learn more about me and see um, what I have to offer, is www.lawofattractionfun, that's an F as in Frank, lawofattractionfun.com. And you can fill out the contact form on my website, 
or you can email me directly at el for the beginning of Ellen. So it's el at lawofattractionfun.com. And I'll also give you my office phone number, which is 631-326-6116. And I'll repeat it one more time. That's 631-326-6116. Great. And I'm also going to put uh, that information on the show page for you so that anybody listening to this uh, later can also just copy it right off of the page. Oh, that's terrific. Thank you, Andrew. My pleasure. Okay. Um, you know, I wanted just to talk a little bit more about the law of attraction, which we first talked about. And and, and some of the, um, uh, you know, oh, by the way, the the book that you read, do you remember the name of it, the first book that brought to your mm-hmm. attention? It's so funny. I knew you were going to ask that. Um, it was by Louise Hay, and it was called You Can Heal Your Life. And she's actually one of the pioneers um, in bringing the law of attraction to the public with her own incredible story. And I know you've mentioned to me you've gone to see the, the Hicks, haven't you? See, oh, Abraham Hicks. Absolutely. Abraham Hicks, yes. Yes. Um, they have become my guru. Abraham... Um, considers themselves a, a group of non-physical entities, and they get channeled through Esther Hicks. Jerry Hicks is her husband, and they have um, numerous books and prints, numerous CDs and DVDs. Um, in fact, in the first version of the secret DVD that came out, Jerry and Esther were on that, um, talking a little bit about the law of attraction. They do give live workshops all across the country. I've seen them four times. And basically what I say to people is you don't need to buy into the belief about this non-physical entity. That's okay. Um, I certainly didn't at the beginning. My feelings about that um, have changed, but they impart valuable information. So take the information at um, you know face value, whether you believe that um, something's being channeled or not. That's okay. Um, all I can tell you is that when I have gone to see them in person, it has been a life-changing experience for me. Um, they are very, very, very big on the emotional guidance that we all carry around with us. Because, again, it's really impossible to monitor every thought that's going through your mind. You would drive yourself crazy. So um, they urge you to tune into how you're feeling, and everything is about your emotions. So, um, you know, when I do work with my clients in, in developing affirmations and in, um, in developing visualizations and in scripting, and these are all tools that I use in my coaching, um, I always urge people get the emotion behind it because it's the emotion that is sending out the vibration to the universe. You know, I first actually learned of uh, Abraham and Esther Hicks um, many, many years ago. Probably in nineteen uh, in the in the, the mid mid eighties, and it, it was initially like another planet when I heard about this. To be honest with you, and uh, I was doing some work in a workshop that involved affirmations. And the first time I I listened to this stuff, it, you know, it didn't really resonate with me. And I think it was later on. One of the things about the movie The Secret, and then The Secret is is nothing new. Um, none of this is new. I mean, the law of attraction is really thousands of years old. I mean, really, it's 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 much older than thousands of years old. After all, it's a, it's a law of attraction. But um, it was the the secret that, for me, made it make enough sense 
that it finally, some of the things I heard 20, 25 years ago started to make sense. Do you know what I mean by that? Absolutely. And that goes back to that saying that I mentioned um, earlier, is that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I'll tell you a very similar story that um, I was in a car accident back in 1983, and this was before I had come across the law of attraction. And I, as I mentioned, I was a special education teacher, and I was always taking continuing education classes you know, so I was at master's plus 15 and working towards master's plus 30 credits. And I was in a weekend class, and I remember talking to somebody there about how I had recently been in a car accident and I was still in so much pain. I had whiplash and injuries. And she said to me, well, you know you created that, right? You know you create your own life. And I became absolutely indignant. I said, what are you talking about? I would never ask for a car accident. I didn't create this. I was minding my own business on the road, and I was rear-ended. This was not my fault. I had nothing to do with this. And she just looked at me and smiled. And I remember going home and telling my husband, that this woman's crazy. Can you imagine her blaming me and telling me I created this accident? And that was the end of it. <laughs> and then, of course, years later when I got involved in the law of attraction, I said, oh, my gosh, I remember that moment. And sure enough, we do create our lives, and that's actually the power in all of this. Not to blame yourself, not to say, I'm going to wake up and create an accident. Nobody would want that in their right mind. But how do we create the negativity that comes into our life? Because of our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, our actions, our conversations. And if they're all vibrating at the low scale, we will attract people, thoughts, circumstances, car accidents, illnesses into our life that match that low vibration. And so the purpose of learning about this is not to feel guilty and not to say, oh, my gosh, what did I do to myself? Well, we didn't know any better. The purpose in learning about this is to see the power behind that. Now that you have this information, you have the power to monitor yourself and to recreate the life you want. Life by design. That's my tagline. This, you create your life by design. Use the information to empower yourself and get yourself in the high vibration that you want to be in so you'll create all the good things that you want in your life. I love that tagline, Ellen. Life by design. Yeah, I'm thinking like like having your... Uh, well, of course, I'm starting to think of designers. I'm thinking of Calvin Klein. I'm thinking of, <laughs> you're your own Calvin Klein of your life. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, that's pretty amazing. So uh, we're starting to wrap down the show. Um, I'm, uh, we did not have any callers this this week, um, which is which is okay. But now I have to look at how am I attracting no callers. <laughs> that's right. We'll have to um, we'll have to delve into that another time. I think that's something we need to delve into. Absolutely. So. Um, uh, first of all, uh, I would definitely like to thank you very much, Ellen, for being on my show today. You're very welcome. It was a lot of fun and my pleasure. Uh, Ellen Richter of lawofattractionfund.com. Again, she can be reached at L at lawofattractionfund.com, and the phone number there is 631-326-6116. Is there anything you'd uh, like to uh, have some famous last words for our listeners? Well, I would just urge people to tune into um, my website, log on to it, so that they can um, see where I will be perhaps talking next, giving a demonstration um, for those of you who are near the Long Island area. 
Um, I will always be posting when my next workshops are. And really just to follow me and stay in touch with me, you can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter and MySpace. Well, wait a minute. You can't just say follow me on Facebook and Twitter and MySpace without saying how. Okay. Well, my Twitter page is, I guess it's twitter.com slash LOAfun for Law of Attraction Fun. And my MySpace page would be the same. I have links to them on my website, on the lawofattractionfund.com website. And I do want to also mention that um, anybody who's listening, please go to my website and fill out the form on the home page. When you do that, you will be added to my mailing list so you can be informed of my events. I send out a monthly newsletter, um, things about the Law of Attraction, and also, when you fill out that form, you will receive a mini Law of Attraction ebook that I wrote. Well, that's great. I think I'm going to get a copy of that myself. That would be great. And one last thing I wanted to mention. Sure. I do have published articles. Um, this past August, I was on the back cover of the New Living newspaper, which is widely circulated. And you can find articles on selfgrowth.com. If you um, search Ellen Richter, I come up as an expert on that, selfgrowth.com. And also my articles appear on ezine.com. Well, that's great. I, didn't, I, I have seen uh, that, uh, that magazine, and I, uh, not in a while, but now you've given me a new reason to look at it. Oh, that's great. Thank you. you know, and by the way, I'm going to remind, uh, I, in fact, I, I don't think I ever normally uh, give out my Twitter name. I don't know why I don't, but it's uh, Coach Andrew if anybody wants to follow me. Do, do you and I follow each other? I'm not sure, but I'm going to check on that when this call is over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's up with that? I, 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 Twitter has been uh, such a, a fun thing for me, and and uh, a great way to uh, I promote the show there. And it's 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 uh, I can see the growth of the show just by uh, you know the, the numbers that are on this page. By the way, uh, Ellen, I want you to know that you are the guest on my 20th show. Oh, that's, so that's, that's a, a milestone for me. That is special. Congratulations on the success of your show, Andrew, really. Thank you very much. It's been uh, a tremendous amount of fun. It's, it's been fun interviewing some phenomenal people like yourself, and every time I do this show, I learn something that I did not know. You know even though, yes, I, did, I, I have heard of the Law of Attraction. Of course, I use the Law of Attraction. I am somewhat familiar with EFT, not, not very. But I learned a lot from you today, and that's one of the things I love about doing this show is that every week it creates more, more knowledge and, 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 and expertise for me as well. Absolutely. So I really thank you for, for sharing your wisdom and knowledge with me. You're welcome, and thank you again for having me. You're very welcome, and uh, everyone, please tune in next week to blogtalkradio.com slash Coach Andrew. And Ellen, I wish you a good night, and we'll speak very soon. Thank you. You too, Andrew. Have a great night. So long, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.